90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Highland. We are back. That's us, you guys. Kel, Adam, how are you? Yes, we're good. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Adam is still doing those air punches. I did it Thank just God. for you. <laughs> I feel like he's about to enter some sort of Jane Fonda aerobicize class. Ooh, please, Adam, if you do, just make sure you have the whole ensemble. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, it's either that or I'm doing the YMCA dance. I don't I don't know. Also true. Maybe do both. <laughs> Adam, do you know who Jane Fonda is? I do know who Jane Fonda okay. is. What what TV show was she in? Uh, Frank and Gracie or Gracie and Frankie. I did yeah. watch that show. Frankie. Grace and Frankie. That one. <laughs> That's a great one. Isn't it Frankie uh, and Grace or is it Grace and Frankie? Grace and Frankie. Mm, I, I still I, I watched that show, believe it or not. Yeah, that was a great. It's a great show. Yeah. I only watched the first season. I think I meant to watch more. Ran out of time. It felt like a <laughs> gift to have those two in a show together. Yeah, yeah. I love um, Lily Tomlin so much. She's sharp, man. She's a firecracker. Yeah. So uh, fun show. As per usual, yeah, because we've got info on that um, new Notorious B.I.G. documentary that we won't have to wait too much longer for. Mm-hmm. We've also got a cool addition to one of the movies on J.Lo's to-do list, which we know is long, but we'll, uh, it's a nice, nice, cool addition. Uh, and how excited one 75-year-old is to be getting back into heavy makeup We'll tell you who that is in just a bit. And also John Mellencamp um, got a live album and a documentary experience coming our way nice. soon. And we'll talk about how it's just going to be all right, all right, all right. Can I give you a <laughs> trivia update? Oh, my God. Wait a second. You know what? Sidebar. Uh, I'm going to get you to throw down a top two that will take you back to uh, or get us to talk about an artist that's been making music for more than 40 years, and is also working on his 25th studio album right now. So, yes, trivia, what's the leaderboard showing? Uh, 19-7. Yeah. Sweet Adam, Lord. when are we calling it a day? I We said Never. at the end of the season. Okay. All right, that's fine. I'm happy. So, And then we'll restart because it's, it's yep. magical. And again, any new listeners tuning in right now, Adam was born in 1994. Yes, so 26 years old. Every time he gets a point, old. it's a miracle. Yes. <laughs> He's a baby. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and uh, and somehow I feel like it takes away from my prowess as a, a knowing person. Right. I don't mean to rain on your parade. Don't Karen. you? <laughs> By the way, I wanted to give a, a shout out to our friends in uh, in Louisiana, New Orleans, to be uh, exact. Uh, yes. As of our recording, it is uh, Mardi Gras Day. Yeah. And um, as we know, for safety reasons, no Mardi Gras in action in 2021. Um, But so what some people have done, and I think this is fantastic because obviously the city is sad, you know, to not be able to celebrate. They are doing, there's a bunch of people that have started a movement called Yardy Gras. So they've decorated their houses instead of like the floats and Bourbon Street that would normally be all done up. And so uh, do yourself a favor. If you haven't seen this, Google it just to check out what has transpired for Mardi Gras down in uh, New Orleans because it's it's so great. And I think it's amazing that they came up with Yardy Gras, like just perfect. I love the name. That's awesome. You know what's even uh, greater about that is that if you end up, you know, Part of the way you get your beads in New Orleans is to flash your uh, headlights, your top shelf, right? Okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, if I think there's probably some sort of law in the state somewhere where it's probably sidelined during Mardi Gras, but um, 
where it's if it's yardy gras, you don't get in trouble for having no top on on your own front lawn. <laughs> so you know what's win, surprising win. is that you know this. Well, <laughs> I've been to New Orleans a couple of times. <laughs> Didn't I have to tell you that? I mean, it seems like every day or every weekend day is like Mardi Gras, and I could not even imagine being there under normal circumstances during Mardi Gras. I think that it would be complete debauchery. Have you had the beignets, as they call it? The beignets? Oh, my God. It's worth the trip just to have those. <laughs> Adam, have I you mean, gone it, yet? Uh, what are those? Oh, they're powdered donuts, but, I mean, that really simplifies what they are, but it's much more than a, a donut experience. A beignet and, oh, my God. You get three in a serving mm-hmm. when you go to a Café du Monde. Uh, where everybody goes and there's a lineup and you think, we're never getting in, you're getting in. Mm-hmm. It's super long, but it moves because the place is huge. So you have your beignets at this place. I mean, they sell them everywhere, but you would obviously have to go there at least once during your trip. Um, and there's three in a serving. And your first experience, you might be like, oh, well, we should share. No. Never do that. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> it's, it's three for you and three for whoever else wants to get. There's no need to share. Yeah. You're there. You're eating them all. Yeah. And you don't want to do the line again, so get, well, exactly. it, get it right the first time. <laughs> yeah, fill it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. New Orleans is an awesome destination. Highly advise. Nice. You know what? Aside from beignets, another sweet story. Cheesy segue. <laughs> uh, we got to start with the Notorious B.I.G. documentary that's coming on Netflix in less than a couple of weeks. By the time you guys are hearing the show, it'll be less than a couple of weeks. For uh, It will be available as of March 1st. And as the trailer indicates, every legend has its origin story. And this one goes back to childhood friends of Chris Wallace, uh, as well as uh, Diddy and uh, Valletta Wallace, the Notorious B.I.G.'s mom. And oh my gosh, the trailer is like, you want to watch that over and over again. It's so good. What do you think? What do you think? Are you going to watch it? Well, for sure. But you know what's funny is I was reading in the in the article, the story that we were reading, that this is the first estate-approved documentary. Mm-hmm. But just before Christmas, I watched like a four-hour documentary that ran on – I don't remember what, what – I don't think it was Netflix, but it was uh, – it might have been like A&E or something like that. And it was an amazing documentary on his life. And his mother was in it and Diddy was in it. So I'm not sure how they – were in it and then that wasn't approved you know what i mean like i'm not sure how the approval non-approval yeah unless this is the first like approved where they're doing it themselves you know what i mean because like the doc was really good i can't remember the name of it but it was obviously like biggie something or other and it was a really hours though it was four hours and i kind of fell upon it by accident and literally stayed there for four hours like i could have taped it but i was just i was like no i'm like it's december i'm allowed to have a break (laughs) and so just (laughs) i sat there ate chips and watched this documentary it was fantastic so uh, i'm looking forward to this new one but it's funny because i literally i'm like they already were in one it was very well done so i'm not sure if it maybe it's more home movies for themselves like stuff where they have the footage to it i don't know but it'll be great maybe this is the edited version maybe that's not raw documentary that you saw (laughs) (laughs) maybe but he's such it's such a fascinating story uh, his yeah. his come up and how it all was working, and then just like, just how sad it was in the manner in which like that beef that got out of control, and then you know it became such a thing this West Coast East Coast thing, and then you know to this day, I mean somebody knows something, but the public doesn't know how it all went down for him and Tupac. So which is very uh, that's quite telling because there's f- so few secrets that are kept. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. 
that it's amazing that we don't have. Well, I just can't believe they haven't, you know, quote unquote, and I'm air quoting here, like solved it yet. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. especially the two of them, right? Because Tupac's wasn't solved and his wasn't solved. And I feel like somebody knows, obviously somebody knows, there's somebody that knows, but it's like, how has it taken this long to not even be dealt with, especially because they were such massive celebrities and massive artists that people still miss to this day? Oh, Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. I think the 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 most obvious thing is that um in both cases they were more than the headlines mm-hmm. more than the rivalries that uh were undoubtedly set out to generate attention uh for just promotion, right? Yeah. But both talented young artists and as we'll see in this documentary um at least for the notorious BIG that success happened Probably, and it found him before he knew exactly how to process anything, you know, like it grabs a hold and then you're, you're part of that system and then, man, everything gets out of control. So, and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to post the trailer to our Facebook page. So our nineties now Facebook page. Oh, by the way, and just before we move on, Sharon, we must give a shout out to Jamie. Hey, Jamie. Yes. Who sent us a Facebook message. And uh, so he's a truck driver from the UK and he sent us three little cute videos uh, announcing, uh, like almost doing these like show liners for us, and he was so excited. We should incorporate those, <laughs> yeah, into the show. Adam, you'll know you'll know to uh, go find them on the the Facebook page and yeah, uh, take I'll a listen. Yeah, I'll record them in our system. There we go. And then Sharon, he had a special message for you. I know it's amazing. It falls under the banner of "I was right" <laughs> when when stated <laughs> properly, as he did with his beautiful accent. We were talking about Edward. Woodward, mm-hmm. the actor, mm-hmm. uh, but the actor, as I pointed out, had three woods in his name. <laughs> so when you say with a British accent, and my apologies, Jamie, in advance of me doing it again, <laughs> but it would be Edward Woodward. <laughs> three woods. I love it. <laughs> so good. So I got confirmation, unless I didn't, and Jamie was <laughs> saying it clearly, and I'm only hearing three woods. <laughs> Either way, thank you, Jamie, for the video. And the clarification for the most part. And uh, I will carry on. Appreciate that. And thanks again to everyone that's finding us on uh, all of our podcast platforms and hanging out with us. because we pr- And we appreciate when you reach out and let us know what you think. And actually, we got a message from Mia uh, just last Ooh. week. I don't know if you saw on Instagram. She tagged us. She still has her 90s Now t-shirt and was baking, yeah. baking up a storm on the weekend in her 90s Now ensemble. Nice. nice. <laughs> now ensemble sounds like we've uh, extended it to a line of aprons, yeah. <laughs> slippers, and we should get some uh, sweatpants made. Ooh, yes. That'd be, I'd that'd, wear those. That'd be comfy. I want to see little Adam in sweatpants. That'd be nice. You should see me every night at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I've uh, I've been wearing the same sweatpants every Saturday <laughs> since sweatpants season began. Which I should make clear, sweatpants season began uh, last March. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, clearly, though, in the summertime, I didn't need sweatpants. But I thought to myself, I'm going to wear the same clothes every Saturday and see if Kelly notices. And then I kind of spoiled it by telling her, "Have you noticed what I've been doing?" <laughs> Adam, it's the funniest thing. She comes in every Saturday in the same blue sweatpant ensemble. So and they're it's... the best sweatpants. They're slightly too big. They look uh, very comfortable. And so does your because uh, you have like a ball shirt on, like it's like a softball. Yeah kind of um, oh, yeah. cut. It and matches. Yep, yeah, looks uh, looks nice. And it's funny because Thanks. you said sweatpants season started for you. I honestly went into camo pants season. 
Like Yes, you did. Yeah, I have like an array. I have blue and yellow and purple and She uh, fits in everywhere. <laughs> I do, and I just I just wear them because and it's funny, like the other day I actually went to work during the week and so I was like, Well, you better put on actual jeans. <laughs> so Amazing. It's yeah. it totally changes the mindset. Yeah. And I was just like and it's so funny because like I have all these amazing pairs of jeans, which I have no desire to wear at all, uh, mm-hmm. ever since this all started. And I have to force myself I'm like, no, but there's real people there in the week, so you better put on like some jeans. <laughs> And it's kind of like you're you're dressed up. Yeah, I'm exactly. Jeans. <laughs> wow. <laughs> exactly. Sadly. Now, uh, before we talk about uh, one of the elements on J Lo's to do list, I think that we should tackle trivia. What do you we think? Sh- we should, and we shall. Nineties. <laughs> now, trivia. Bing bong. Bing bong. Nineteen seven, nineteen seven in Sharon's favor, and what hey. will I? What will my thoughts be on this? Uh, before we commence, I feel like Sharon uh, has a bit of an edge, but but Adam, I feel like if you think properly, you could do it. I just want to mention that <laughs> no last pressure. week. Uh, last week, I answered correctly a question without Kelly finishing the question. So I want to roll. You're on a roll. You can do it, Adam. (laughs) Okay, so question number one. Which core Microsoft Office program was originally created for the Mac? Sharon? (laughs) Go ahead, Sharon. Windows 97. No. (laughs) I don't even know what I just said. That's a platform. Can you ask ask the the question again, just so I'm sure I I got it correctly? Yeah, so which core Microsoft Office program was originally created for the Mac? I don't... I'm going to take an educated guess and go with Excel. Oh, close, I'm going to guess. I won't take the point, but can I guess? Yeah, yeah. Intel. No. Damn it! I'm just. Don't tell me it was Word. I'm just looking at a sticker on my computer. It was. uh, It was PowerPoint. Oh, that was my second guess. That was never in my mind. (laughs) 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 All right, nineteen seven, nineteen seven. Here we go with question number two. Interesting to know, though. Thanks, Kelly. I try to bring. I try to bring the education. As Sharon says, (laughs) I like to teach. That's what she says about herself. But I'm. I can't even remember what the question or the answer. (laughs) But thank you, just the same. (laughs) You are very welcome. All right, here's question number two. What was the title of Oasis's debut album? Sharon. Sharon. Definitely, maybe. Correcto. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Bravo. <laughs> we should, Adam, can you that. get rap horns in your uh, arsenal of sound effects? Oh, you know what? Wait, before you do that, let me just say this. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. I watch, uh, not often, but I've seen a couple of episodes recently of um, Kelly Clarkson's show, which I love. Yeah, she's awesome. She's just such a positive energy. Love it. But there was one particular show where every guest she had on, mm-hmm. she introduced them and everybody welcome. And, you know... Kelly Alexander, yeah, yeah, yeah. She did it. I thought oh, yeah. I'll lose my mind, and she was making the sound. Oh, was she? <laughs> yeah. So, and it, again, lover, great energy. But by the second interview, I'm like, no, <laughs> stop it. No more rap horns. Yeah, it's so. an acquired taste. That's what's funny too. Is like. Um, with with Drake, he's like the king of rap horns, right? Like, and when we got to go to his concert a couple of years ago, and honest to God, almost every single song he segued into 
was a rap horn transition. And I was Ugh. like, how? Like, why would you need every song to be like, like, go to the next one? <laughs> and then the best thing, and Adam knows this, is I feel like now he, he doesn't just need to segue into songs. He now created a song called Laugh Now, Cry Later, which we're playing on the station I work for. And it's basically... Uh, a song of rap horns like there's rap horns in it <laughs> it's just like so you think i think in that case that he's just messing like he goes i can read anything yeah <laughs> and out comes rap and horns. he can <laughs> yeah. Adam, what do you actually think of the song laugh now cry later i i never noticed the the the, the rap horn well i don't think it's there. like fully like rap horns but it's like it's well, it's like in tone that they're you know what i mean it's like i'll you be know. i'll be honest i'm not sure i can really differentiate every drake songs okay. from one another <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, you know, between uh, Passion Fruit and One Dance and yeah. Laugh Now, Cry Later yeah. and God's, whatever Adam, other. Adam, it's God's plan. Okay. Yeah. God's plan. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Back to you, Sharon. So uh, 20 to 7 heading into uh, our next week. Yeah. And I love mm. that Adam was the one that said he would have a harder time differentiating, differentiating Drake tunes because if <laughs> I had said it, I would have sounded old. Right. Correct. So yep. thank you. Yep. Adam. That's yeah. all right. Now, I'll make uh, I'll make another embarrassing confession later in the show. So. I look forward to that. Well, that's right. Adam has an embarrassing confession. One. This is amazing. Yeah. Yep. Noted. We're putting a pin in that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we've discussed J Lo's to do list, and we know that it's full. And one of the movies that she's making, set to start making ra- rather, is called Shotgun Wedding, where she plays the bride to Josh Duhamel's groom in. Um, well, they bring the kooky families together for a destination wedding. And just as the couple are getting cold feet, ooh, and the plot thickens when the wedding party are taken hostage. So how Whoa. does this scenario get even better, Cal? Lenny Kravitz. Exactly. No peekaboo. <laughs> all think, Lenny, all the time. Do you think he'll peekaboo on the set, Sharon? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so for what it will do to your... <laughs> <laughs> It'll bring back the scare face. Yeah. Remember when you used to, uh, when we used to record in person, you'd sometimes just turn your phone around and and give you the peekaboo camera. <laughs> yeah. So Lenny Kravitz on stage in a soft leather pant. Yeah. Uh, that happened to uh, split at the seams in the exact hot spot. Yeah. So it was a uh, little Lenny that came out during that show. Also. Do you remember what year that was, Sharon? Was it wasn't recently? Was it? Was it re? Like it wasn't. The year the ball dropped. <laughs> <laughs> we learned so much that at that time. There was a uh, that he didn't wear underwear with the soft leather pants. Well, I have a question about that, and Adam, you, maybe you, do you can really ans- want the answer. Well, no, but Adam, maybe you can answer. My question is: in a soft leather pant in the heat, sans underoos, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> I have no answer to your question. Okay. I, I don't have an answer to that. <laughs> I do. I'm going to make one up. <laughs> I just Are feel you... like things could get stuck. Know what I mean? Well, I, it, that's not something I would do. Right. No, I don't think you would, but I'm wondering as someone who would maybe understand it. But what do you wear under soft leather pants? What sort of an underwear do you wear? Without show, you know, you don't want mm. underwear lines in your leather Looky Lou, <laughs> could you could you wear a jock? And that oh, might help. I'm, asking, I'm, I'm just asking. I'm not saying I would. <laughs> are are you or are I'm not? I'm not. <laughs> do they have bikini underwear for men? I don't know. Do they? Of course. Well, well then, you, I, then I, that... you you could buy a male g-string. Ah, all right. Maybe that's uh, 
You know, he there's didn't, a little, didn't there's a little that, pocket for whatever needs to go in the pocket. A little pocket or a bigger pocket, depending or, on yeah. your pocket needs. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was surprising is all is what I'm saying. Like uh, Lenny Kravitz needed reinforcement. Maybe that's it. You just have to get something built into the pants. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a lot for me. Yeah. Anyways, we have uh, gone off the rails a bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. The movie's called Shotgun Wedding. <laughs> there was a shotgun <laughs> surprise on stage that day, I'll tell you. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz and his pistol will be uh, playing the ex-boyfriend of the J-Lo character. And fun fact that um, the lead, the Josh Duhamel character, was originally supposed to be Army Hammer. Yep. And interestingly, one of the writers on the film is someone named Mark Hammer. So I scoured the internet, meaning I just checked, you know, yeah, the IMDb, yeah, yeah. to see if they're related and came up with a conclusive, I don't know. <laughs> but I so thought definitely it was interesting maybe, that they have Sharon? the same name. Definitely maybe, indeed. Oh, full circle. <laughs> Way to circle back, Hal. Um, but filming on Shotgun Wedding is supposed to start at the end of this month, so we'll keep you posted as to the due date of this baby. Appreciate it. Yeah. Now, we also talked about Bette Midler oh, love uh, her. a few weeks ago, but yeah. she is the 75-year-old who was excited to get back into makeup and uh, and have fun on the sequel to a movie that's 27 years later. So going back to, uh, or more than 27 years later, it was 93, wasn't it? Yeah, Focus. Focus? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess the lucky subscribers of Disney Plus will have access to this movie. I don't have Disney Plus. Yeah, I don't either. Me neither. I have Apple Plus. I don't have that either. You should have it on your cell phone because you would have got it free for a year. Was the year set out in like? If well, because and here's it? The, the funny thing. So I got my phone in uh, October of 2019, and I only activated my Apple Plus subscription. Let's say January of 2020, and so you're mm-hmm. supposed to have it for a year and then say two. And then, uh, and I watched the morning show with Jennifer Aniston. That's really the only thing that I'd watched. So I was like, okay, well, when they tell me that it's over, I'm I'm dropping it because I'm not paying. I think it's five or something bucks a month. And I'm like, well, I don't watch enough to warrant that. Mm-hmm. But then I got this amazing email, like right before my my time limit would have been up saying, uh, oh, um, we're extending your subscription for three months for free. So I was like, giddy up. And so <laughs> kept that bad boy. And then I just got another um, update saying like, yeah, we're going to keep you on until April. So I'm like, wee So. Wow. Because nice. I just watched the new, uh, I haven't finished it yet, but I started watching uh, the new Justin Timberlake uh, movie called Palm. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's actually very good. So uh, we'll see how it, how it wraps up. But I so but I don't know if I'll keep Apple Plus. But then actually there's a Billie Eilish documentary coming out on the 26th of February. And I'm looking forward to watching that. So Well, five bucks a month is actually, I mean, Netflix seems to keep on going up. For oh, my God. Reason. They're like at what, 16 something? It's crazy. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, again, I'm sure that Disney Plus will, or Apple Plus, or whoever will increase their rates as time goes on. The more great content they provide, the mm-hmm. more they'll be able to justify mm-hmm. the increase in price. Uh, this show, free, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you again for listening. Uh, talked about an artist who's um, getting set. To, well, he's been making music for more than 40 years, but he's getting set to record his 25th album. It is John Mellencamp. Yeah. Okay, now, fun fact also, he's he's getting ready to unveil a live album and documentary from his Good Samaritan tour 
which is 21 years ago. Back in 2000, he did free shows on street corners, uh, public parks around the U.S. So we've got no firm dates on either of these things, Mm -hmm. but we know that they're coming. Uh, But the fun fact that the narrator of the documentary that accompanies the live album is Matthew McConaughey. Really? Yeah. That explains your all right, all right, all right. I couldn't understand where that was coming from. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> full circle Sharon appreciate See? it appreciate yep. it that's what we do on this show full circle <laughs> full service package and sometimes a hard left it depends well yes <laughs> you know if we're bringing up a soft leather pant then yes <laughs> um, fun fact also that while we can expect the 25th album at some point we don't have any hard dates on that one either he's already completed 10 songs for it wow and John Mellencamp will add another 17 that's gonna be one album that's one album. Wow. So uh, we'll get we'll get the full new doc narrated by Matthew McConaughey, a live album to accompany that. That takes us back to the tour from 2000. Um, and if you went to Mellencamp.com, there's another documentary that he did back in 2012 that you can check out. That's uh, part of a tour that he had done with Bob Dylan and Willie Nelson. And not that he's not busy enough. He might, you know, be a good friend of JLo's. If you went to JohnMellencampArt.com, you can check out his artwork. That's fancy. Yeah. Uh, he had a whole room dedicated to his stuff mm-hmm. at uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when I went in, uh, we went in 2017. It was a whole exhibit and he's, and it wasn't everything that he had. And it was a good size room for this exhibit and there was a lot in it. So really, he's, uh, he's like a, an, an artist's artist and uh, I guess a working artist at the same time in every sense of the word. So I figure with John Mellencamp in mind, let's do a top two from John Mellencamp. <laughs> uh, is this where Adam embarrasses himself? Oh, 100%. <laughs> oh, good. All uh, right, so, let's take the pin out of that one. So I was thinking about my top two for John Mellencamp, and <laughs> I was like, well, ugh, it's going to be so easy. We're all going to have the same first favorite song. <laughs> it's going to be boring. And I was like, John Mellencamp's best song ever is obviously Free Fallen. Oh. <laughs> and then I was looking at lists of John's songs. I'm like, why isn't Free Falling there? What's, like, what's going on? <laughs> and then I remembered Tom Petty and I was really embarrassed. Um, so that was my embarrassing moment. I thought Free Falling was a John Mellencamp song. Um, nothing to add. It's just really... <laughs> Let's let that sit for a second. All sec. right. Yeah, Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's funny. It's, it's great because last week I had the Weezer debacle and <laughs> yeah. now uh, Adam has this. So next week, Sharon, what will you mess up? I don't know. <laughs> She's don't perfect. Know. <laughs> Keep talking, um, Adam. <laughs> all right. All jokes aside, uh, I yes. did not know he had 25 studio albums, uh, which I do want to start listening to. I feel like I only know his uh, bigger hits. But my two favorite songs, number two, will be Cherry Bomb. Oh, nice. Yeah. That I love. And my number one has to be Small Town. Oh, very Ooh. good, Adam. Yeah. yeah. Do, you, uh, do you play Cherry Bomb a lot on your station? Your, uh... Not that much. We'll play it on special occasions or, you okay. know, special I feel, I feel like that would weekends. be a good song for your audience. A hundred percent. A friendly well, You know, sometimes yeah. you can't explain why a song plays or doesn't play <laughs> on radio. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Kel, what are your two? Yeah, so I am sticking to Mellencamp from the from the 90s. Ooh, uh, very good. So uh, I absolutely love uh, Human Wheels. 
Nice. So mm-hmm. I would go with that from 1993. And then my Melon Camp gem uh, is uh, his. Uh, Collab, if you will, uh, with Michelle and Deggio Cello, Wild Night. Nice. I'm sure that doesn't surprise Sharon at all, Zero. It doesn't, because part of it, I think, is that you like saying her last name. <laughs> <laughs> once, it, once you get it, and it, like, because if you look at it, it's like, oh, look at all the consonants. How do yeah. you say that? And then once you get it, you're like, got it, and you want to say it a lot. So I totally I hear yeah. you. And that's a great version of that song. And oh, she's so such a good. great bass player. Oh, she's sick. And, like, I love that her and Madonna were peeps back in the day. I don't know if they still are. But she played or she guested on a song, I think, on Madonna's Secret album. Uh, oh, yeah. Or Bedtime Stories. Sorry, Bedtime Stories, which had the single Secret. So 94-ish. Uh, yeah. Good, good. It was a good vibe to see the two of them together. Well, my top two will go to the album before Human Wheels. Uh, which I believe, I think it was just before, uh, Whenever We Wanted from 91, and a song called Get a Leg Up. Oh. Mm. It's very good. Uh, and I'll go even earlier. Adam, if you're going to start a, a, a musical love affair with John Mellencamp, you've got to go to the American Fool album from 1982. And You're, you're uh, reading my mind. I was just about to ask you that. So Yeah. yeah. The uh, title of the album is American Fool. All right. And uh, song number three on that album is Hand to Hold On To. And it's just so good. It's just so like it time takes you right back to that era. It feels good to hear it, but it feels it takes you right back. So it's one of those ones. And and you know, for new ears to get on it, I think it'll it feels good ultimately. Because you weren't awesome. there in nineteen eighty two. I understand <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> that. So it's not gonna take you back there, but it feels good to hear it. It's that kind of song. And that's the kind of songwriter he is. Adam was Gifted. in the ether at that point. <laughs> he wasn't even a thought. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was. I give give me a break. Give me a chance. I was. I was a thought. You think so? In '92, how old were your parents in '82? Well, I was born in '94. Yeah. So, so how long years. were they together before that? They've been together since 1986. Okay. So imagine them in 1982 thinking of having a baby. They would have been petrified. <laughs> 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 but then they got this gift of little Adam, so they're oh. hap hap happy. They Yay. were. It's true. Um, so Adam, when's your birthday again? It's in two weeks, February 27th. Ooh. And I'll be 27 years old. Oh, so it's I your guess champagne I'd, birthday, Adam. That's great. I should go grab a lottery ticket. Yes. yes. Yay. And if you win, I'd like some. I want a lot of it too. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we can arrange something. <laughs> we can at least, birthday maybe in you, advance. Can, you can at least pop for some 90s now swag, Adam. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring all of us to a Janet Jackson concert or Yay. whatever. We'll get front row tickets, VIP access, meet and greet, the whole thing. I love this guy. <laughs> and just before we bounce, Sharon, I know you're going to wrap it up, but just because Adam mentioned Janet, just a quick thing. I just wanted to give a shout out to Janet because for, <laughs> I think this is amazing. Uh, 35 years after the release of Control, her fans managed to get her album to number one on the charts, which is incredible. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. It's such a great album. Oh my well, God. And I can't believe they've redone it 35 years later to get her. Like, And she was actually moved to tears, and she sent a message out to her fans thanking everybody. So I thought that was really classy. Oh, cool. Right on. Happy anniversary to Janet. Uh, happy show anniversary to us. <laughs> <laughs> There's no show anniversary. We're just happy to be here. Uh, and thank you all for listening, finding us wherever you do, commenting, sending videos like Jamie did from the UK. We appreciate that. We love the connection. We're happy that you're listening, happy that you find us wherever you do. And we appreciate that you listen to 90s Now, still happening. <laughs>